coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> a sperm bag of sounders. Bananas kind of pissed me off. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. Tangerines are whores. So how did uh, 10 seconds of silence go last week? Oh, I, we were fucking on point. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the best ever, probably. Right. Just curious because I wasn't here. Yeah, that's yeah. maybe It's why. usually your fault. <laughs> I just can't, yeah. can't hold, barely hold my breath for 10 seconds. Yeah, so Anyways, the, uh, yeah. 10 seconds of silence went great last week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you said, we crushed it. <laughs> He was upset that I, I deleted the joke from the previous week. It's like, why did you do that? This he makes no did. sense. <laughs> but this one I left in. Most well, time it doesn't. All right. Welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn. I'm back. And Chris. I'm glad to have you back. In my front. Uh, no, I'm not happy about that part. <laughs> <laughs> and special guest, Holly. Hello. How are you doing, dear? I'm um, not too bad yourself. I'm hanging in there. How are yep. you doing, Knox? I'm doing okay. Yeah, not, not so bad yourself. And how are you doing, Knox? Not so bad yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Letter Kenny, gotta love it. Ah, hi. Oh, yeah. So this has been an interesting week. We got our first blizzard snowstorm here at uh, in Fargo. It didn't so much like blizzard and not a lot of snowfall, snow. but holy fucking icicles. Yeah, start, yeah. start off as sweet and just, freezing rain. I would much rather have six inches of snow than. That sleet shit. Yeah. I did eat shit on the first night of the rain Good when it froze. You. That was my first fall of the year. Balanced diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brush your teeth. <laughs> Whoopsie daisies. You, you biffed it, huh? I did. Yeah, right down on my bad knee, too. I had choice words. I was not happy. Damn gravity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so other I, than that, I uh, <laughs> there's a slant to get up to the door that I go into work at, and then it... T- plateaus and i got all the way to the top right as it plateaued and started sliding back down <laughs> it's like a running start like three feet i'm like god damn it <laughs> just <laughs> about me all again yep that's how icy it was I, yeah it was, it was crazy i hate that every year we get that rain and then it freezes and you got that layer of ice on the bottom of it all the snow for the rest of the year and don't have any ice melt at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think people forget too, you know, put your windshield wipers up. Yeah. I think I seen one car out of all of Fargo that was smart. Oh, my parking lot at work was almost all of them were up. Really? Yeah, during I that season. No, I heard you're not supposed to do that because it might uh, stretch out that spring. Hmm. No? I That's know. interesting. I just keep the wiper blades off the windshield so they mm-hmm. don't freeze to right, the windshield. To the windshield. Then windshield. It's, it just tears the, yeah, just the blades up. So yeah, I had to get new blades yesterday. All new blades for my my vehicle. Yeah, I like when people will buy new wiper blades and then just run their wipers when they're frozen down. And then oh. they tear, and then they bring them back. And like, these ones are already broken. Hmm. I wonder why. Yep. You fucking shit. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it should be, here? like it should be a warranted part. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, for more on windshield wipers, please stay tuned to episode number... Yeah, yeah, we're going to do a review on wiper blades. Well, I, did get, um, I did get to see Wakanda Forever, uh, Black Panther Man, oh, yeah. 2. Like 10 o'clock at night when it came out, 
it was 8.15 oh, okay. was the show. We got a seat in 3D, my wife and I. Oh. Uh, it was interesting. It was fun. Um, they paid a lot of good tributes to Chadwick Boseman. Good movie? Yeah. Good, good as the first one? Not as good as the first one. No. No. But close. Um, and maybe the reason why is because the first one just had so much things to prove and, and had so much action and, and the drama was great. But um, the story was great. You know, it's just um, it's just not as, not as uh, good, in my opinion, the, uh, you know, the script maybe as the first one, but it was still good. I I still gave it a seven out of seven point seven out of ten for the movie scale. I never seen the first one, so that one I gave like an eight point nine nine point zero out of ten. That one was pretty good. Are there yeah. any ten movies? Movies that you give a ten to? Uh, you can't give a ten to. It stops at ten. Ten. Ten to. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one of my favorites all time is Dark Knight. One of the. Nolan trilogy. You notice how he doesn't do quarter increments on a scale of a 10? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and we're just evolving right. a complete S- like Siskel and Ebert. And the and the average for this beer is pie. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. I love pie. <laughs> we had some good pie beers last week on the Drecker Collab, which will be released or was released on Tuesday. This last Tuesday. So go check that out. Anyways, this episode today uh, was um, all Chris's idea. He had a bunch of rye whiskeys. So we're sorry. And I'm not a big fan of rye whiskey, but he decided to bring the gambit. He uh, he brought the hammer on this one. He, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's a pretty <clears throat> decent lineup. So. so we got rye whiskeys today. Chris, why don't you give our audience just a brief summary of what rye whiskeys are versus bourbons and regular whiskeys? No, thanks. Okay, I do have a question because I've seen, (laughs) so these are all rye whiskeys, but I've seen some that say high rye. So that's usually a bourbon then, right? Okay. So rye is just, it has to be at least 51% rye, where bourbon has to be at least 51% corn. That's really the only change. Distilled to no more than 160 proof. Right? It's just, that's that's the real difference. So a lot of... If you're looking at something that's a high rye whiskey, that, you know, typically it's a bourbon, right? So it's 51% corn at least, but its secondary grain would be rye. So it's like 15% rye would be considered like a high rye bourbon, right? But so this is, these are ryes in and of themselves. Same thing as a bourbon for the most part, but instead of that 51% or more corn, it's 51% or more rye. Yeah. And I need to go back to that old episode where I talked a lot about rye. on our intro to rye? Uh, episode one, one fifteen. Son of Close a bitch. Enough. And there's one thing that you uh, forgot to mention. Um, it can't be higher than 100 percent alcohol when distilled, and then it gets diluted down to no more than 125 proof, or 62.5 percent ABV. So that's yeah. the rule for rye whiskeys. Cool. Yeah. I'm Everything sure. today we have is a, isn't right that the same thing as bourbon? <clears throat> I believe so. Yep. So, yeah. Anyway. So, let's get into it, shall we? We shall. Let's do it. All right. This first bottle that we have, or that you brought, was Smoke Wagon Bottled and Bond Rye. Distilled from a traditional rye mash bill consisting of 51% rye and 49% corn. A high percentage of corn adds a nice, rich sweetness that balances out the flavor notes of rye's big black pepper and cinnamon spice. Creating a flavor profile that starts off creamy, rich with fruit, and candy flavor notes that has a big, bold, complex, spicy finish that lingers for an eternity. I think initially I get maybe some 
spice and I'm thinking maybe like pepper or pepper on the nose <clears throat> makes, make, makes me almost want to sneeze. Or maybe I just haven't trimmed my nose hairs for a while. Um, I get um, some really nice red fruit on the nose, kind of like uh, red vines. Not quite Twizzlers, but red vines. I think that high corn really sweetens it up, the aroma, because I get like some vanilla in there after that. Some baked oh. pear. Yeah. It does smell really spicy. Ha. It's pretty warm. <laughs> definitely it's a spicy a meatball. You definitely get that pepper and that cinnamon, right? Yep. Oh fuck. Heats up your mouth nice and good. Nice and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it and it stays there for a while. Uh it lingers for a fucking eternity. <laughs> they said so. Good thing I got the tums. Yeah, I'm I do get some of that, that bourbonish taste with the corn in there, it, but it is pretty hot. It's got some. It's got some. I think it's got some heat from the alcohol, which it's only. I shouldn't say only. It's forty. No, it's fifty percent. It's bottled in bonds. So okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, it's it's. But I also think it's that pepper and cinnamon that uh, Chris mentioned earlier. I get like a red hots finish, like cinnamon red hots. Yeah, like a little yeah. little red. Yep, hots. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you hold them in your hand and your hand turns orange, red, pink, hot, pink, and it's hot. Yeah. Anybody, anybody yeah, want to add uh, water to this? Nah. That's pretty good though. No, I. The, the more I, I have I, of it. Okay. The more you have it, what? I think the more I can appreciate get, getting past that spicy heatness and can get more like the vanilla and some of the, maybe a sweeter fruit, like your pears or something like you said, Knox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's, nose, it's, yeah. it's not too bad, but it you have to get past that initial <sighs> burn your mouth. Yeah, I mean, once you get past all that, yeah, it it sweetens up. I mean, it still has that spice that lingers, but you do get more of, of that sweeter. I don't know. I get like vanilla a little bit, and yeah, vanilla. It's <laughs> <laughs> about it. I mean, there's not a lot of complexity on this one. I don't think. It's mm. tasty, but you know, it's kind of, it's, it smells a little fruity and it tastes a little vanilla-y and it's hot. Yeah. I, yeah. And it, you know, I don't know what the price point is on this one. We'll talk about price points at the end of the show, but I think this might be the cheapest one around, but I don't think it, based off of what I've done, limited research on today's episode as quickly as I could before we started hitting record, uh, this isn't going to be the worst of the bunch as far as complexity. So, ah, who you mean, wants... You mean you're anticipating that there's one that's even less complex than this one? Yes. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh. Yes. Well, that's kind of a disappointment. Oh, okay. But we'll get to that later. Chris, why don't you start this one off? Out of five, what do you got? Uh, three, seven, five. I like it. All that's right. good. Holly? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a three, seven, five also. Okay. It's just, I don't know. It's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give this one a 3.5. It's not the worst by far that I've had. It's the best and worst one I've had today so far. I'm going to throw that into the deal. <laughs> so, um, well, that's not possible. You gave it a 3.5? Yep. I'm giving it a 3.75 as well. So the average for the smoke wagon is 3.68. All right. Not too bad. Let's start. This next one, 
before we take a quick ad break is the return of Midwinter's Night Dram. But this is a different act and scene. I believe we had on here before act seven. I thought it was eight. So yeah, um, so this was, that would yeah, I think we had uh, scene eight, which is their eighth release, right? Um, this is their ninth year, so that's where the, the act and scene come from. The scene would be for the year release, and then the act is the day that it was bottled. Okay. So, so like this would have been, right? Is this nine, four? Mm-hmm. So this was bottled on the fourth day of bottling. Okay. Interesting. Act two, nope. scene oh, eight. Act eight, eight scene two. two. Yep. So this is uh, act nine, scene four. So this is a forty-nine point three percent ABV. It's got an eighty percent rye, twenty percent malted rye from uh, High West Distillery's ratio of whiskeys is top secret. Oh, well, here's a mash bill. Yeah, ninety-five percent rye, five percent barley malt from MGP Ingredients, and then eighty percent rye and twenty percent malt from High West Distillery. Mm-hmm. And that's what they use for the blend. They don't tell you how much of each one they use, but those are the two separate mash bills that they use that they then mix together. Mm-hmm. This is also uh, finished in French oak port barrels. It smells delicious. So this is just basically the High West Rendezvous Rye finished in French oak port barrels. All right. What do you get in the nose, ladies and gentlemen? It's pretty fruity. Yeah. I don't know. I was smelling dill or something right away. Yeah, something floral like that. Yeah. I got that the very tail end right before you said that. I get a little bit of earthy, leatherny, leather. Leatherny. Leather, leatherny. <laughs> Kenny leatherny. Yeah. <laughs> um, somewhere back in there, too. But for 95% rye, it, yeah. it doesn't smell super. It's not hot. 95% rye. No, like to me, like when you said dill. It's, I'm... They use two things. One's a 95% rye. Okay. And then the other one's an 80% rye. And then they marry those two together. And blend. So when you said dill, my grandma had this big garden that she would grow cucumbers with and put it next to another row of dill. So she would do cucumbers and then a row of dill, like every four cucumber plants. <clears throat> And this just reminds me of going out to that garden and picking the cucumbers because the dill was right there. And you automatically think this is going to be some damn good pickles. That's a big dill. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but that, that fresh gardeny, when you're walking out to the dill plants themselves, that's what I get a little bit on the nose of. I don't know if I, <clears throat> I don't get it much anymore. But I do get like a light cherry. Yeah, it's a little earthy, a little nutty. On the flavor, it's a lot less hot, a lot less spicy. It's delicious. Than the last one. Um, And I like it that way. It's a lot more fruit forward, a little bit of floral in there in the the flavor notes. It seems less hot, but just as much spice coats your whole tongue. And yeah, floral... Like that second sip, like I really get hit with that vanilla. And then the third one is when that spice starts to kick in in the back of your tongue. It's almost, uh, yeah, smoky. A, a smokier flavor comes through on this one. Mm-hmm. This, is, this one's a tongue, a tongue smacker. Yeah. It gets right there, right on the top. I get the brown sugar. 
Dried herbs, dusty grain, and faint tobacco. Dried figs and some orange zest. Hmm. I did get like that slightly bitter hazelnuts. You were saying that nutty flavor on there. I didn't get toasted pine. You get any... Or orange zest, actually. Anybody else get any like tannins from the port barrels or anything like that? Yeah. I think it, that's kind of where like the that fruit flavor that comes from. Fruit and it's dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. I agree. It feels like a fall drink. Like, this is a good day to drink these. So after I took a drink of water, I could smell the nuts. I mean, taste the nuts. Hmm. Not, not a fan of that one? Why aren't you a fan of tasting nuts? That's like not what nuts. I've heard about you. I like nuts. I mean, I don't care what you've been told or what you heard, but, you know, a girl can only handle so many nuts. Not with that attitude. Two out of ten. Yeah. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, this is, a, this is a pretty tasty Anyways, fucking drink. Well, windshield wipers. Yeah, um, yeah windshield wipers, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> uh, no, I, right. Liked, I think I like this one a little bit better than the last. Me too. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll give this one a 3.75 out of 5. No, nope. Four. Fuck it. I'll just do four. I agree. Four. Yeah. Um, it's four. I concur. So the average for uh, midwinter ninth dram Act 9, scene four is four. Excellent. Point, point zero. You sure about that? <laughs> yes. Is your math okay? He's HIV positive. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a quick ad break. We'll be right back after this. Yay. I need smokes. Hey neighbors, Knox here, and I want to tell you all about our sponsor, Bridgeview Liquor. Conveniently located at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead, just off of I-94, they are our favorite off-sales store in town. Why, may you ask? Mainly it's because they have the largest beer selection in the area. But they also have a wine section that is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller, independent wineries and European wines of all types. When it comes to service and staff knowledge, I think they are the best around. There have been more than a few times that I have asked questions, (laughs) some of them stupid, and they have the best answers. And more importantly, they don't make me feel like an idiot for asking. Three Saturdays out of the month, they also hold spirit classes teaching you all about that specific alcohol. Their classes are very informative and fun. We've been to more than one, and we plan on going to more in the future for sure. For more on these classes, head over to their Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash bridgeviewliquor hover over their events tab and you can pick and choose whichever topics you want to know more about and for a minimal fee you can enjoy a class or 10 as much as we have one of my most favorite things also that Bridgeview does is post up their huge beer releases with a picture tagging all the breweries that they just got beer from so you can click on the brewery to find out more about them and the beers themselves so head over to Facebook Find Bridgeview, like their page, and make sure to follow them to be notified of Bridgeview news. As an added bonus, when checking out at Bridgeview, if you mention the podcast Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you will receive 10% off your entire purchase. So head over to Bridgeview today for all your spirit purchases. We here at Brews, Booze, and Reviews want to thank our sponsors at FargoUnderground.com. 
Check them out if you want to know what's going on in Fargo-Moorhead and West Fargo. One of the coolest features that I love is the events tab under nightlife. You can find what's going on with live music, comedy, croaky, open mics, trivia. Bingo! Oh. You said 061, right? Hold your cards. We got a possible bingo in the corner. Yeah, yeah, and bingo. So anyway, for more information on what's going on in Fargo-Moorhead, check out fargounderground.com. Today's food for the podcast is brought to you by Deeks Pizza. Deeks, great pizza that won't empty your pockets. Open from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. in Grand Forks, Fargo, and West Fargo, Deeks Pizza serves customers with dough made fresh daily, quality ingredients, and 100% real Wisconsin cheese. Available for pickup or delivery, Deeks Pizza has you covered when that craving hits. For your next pizza fix, you can either go online to deekspizza.com, that's D-E-E-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A.com. You can download the Deeks Pizza app, or you can call 701-772-3335 in Grand Forks, or 701-235-0708 in Fargo or West Fargo. Welcome back from Rad Break. Chris had his smokes. And our next she whiskey. Did. And they were chock full of flavor. Is okay. the, and carcinogens. <laughs> is the Cream of Kentucky Estate Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey Bottled and Bond? I agree. I concur. Okay. About this whiskey. The Cream of Kentucky brand was originally introduced in 1888 by I. Traeger and Company of Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, Just, they had those good smokers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eye traggers? Yeah. Just prior to the end of Prohibition, the brand was acquired by the famed Shenley Company and subsequently reintroduced in 1934. Through the 1930s and 1940s, Cream of Kentucky grew to become one of the leading bourbon brands, with renowned artist Norman Rockwell provided much of the award-winning artwork for the brand during its heyday. Cream of Kentucky is now owned by J.W. Rutledge, and Jim has recently purchased a limited supply of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey he feels is worthy of the rebirth of Cream of Kentucky bourbon as a premium whiskey. Well, shit. There it is. All right. So this is a hundred, well, 50% ABV made from 100% rye and rye grain. I smell tobacco. That's, Other than Chris. That's Chris, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get away from me. <laughs> get your nose out of there. I get uh, leather, tobacco. I get some um, wild cherries. Yeah, cherry in there. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I get some white ground pepper. I don't know if I get cherries at all. I got everything else. I Yeah, that pops out like first. Okay, now I get a little, almost like a plum or some sort of, maybe uh, like a stone fruit or something. Hmm. But it smells kind of sweet. I don't get a whole lot of heat off the smell. The taste uh, initially gets a lot of grain. I get that grain, that malt bill right away. Mm-hmm. And then it settles into a nice smooth, like vanilla, um, like light strawberry with some cinnamon and nutmeg in there. I don't get a lot of fruit notes. It's mostly just grains and spiciness. Cinnamon, that nutmeg. Could be, you, well, you just had a smoke. That could be causing... Yeah, but I always smoke. This one's got some heat. It's not there's, as dr- there's something sweet 
in there though. It's not as dry as the last or the previous two were for sure. It's got a really nice mouthfeel to it. Oh, it's kind of like heat with a purpose. Oh, what is, I, I, does anybody else get a little bit of sweetness in there? I don't know if it's, van, uh, it doesn't seem like it's vanilla, but maybe it's the cherries or maybe it is vanilla. Chocolate. Cedar and chocolate. Okay. Cedar, maybe. I can get some of that. Caramel and chocolate though, maybe on the back end of the, of the, of the legs. And the legs are incredibly short on this. Yeah. This one doesn't last in your mouth. <laughs> but I like that about it, honestly. <laughs> I thought Holly was going to have something funnier to say after that. Unless she's just dying. Oh. I'm staring at these Rolades, man. <laughs> you got a problem. Yeah. I, yeah. That's why we brought you over here. I that's think right. you, uh, we need to cut down your Rolade addiction. So, yeah. Shannon fed them to me. I mean, it's not the worst dry I've ever had, but it's not the best. I, I, I don't mind it, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty right. good. I think, I, I think, in my opinion, it's probably the. My favorite so far. I went back and tasted the other ones next to it. And... No. The last no? one was my favorite so far. Okay. Uh, Ernie, why don't you give us your rating on this one? I will give it a four. Three, five. Three, seven, five. I'll get a 4.25. So the average for Cream of Kentucky is 3.875. All right. This next one. Is from Belfour Spirits. This is their limited edition straight rye whiskey. It's 50% alcohol, age 24 months, and only 12 American white oak barrels. This limited edition is offered at 100 proof. With a subtle smoky presence, this straight rye whiskey has intriguing floral notes, followed by a kaleidoscope of fruit flavors that dance across your palate. Yeah. No, it's not that time yet. It's a really cool bottle. Yeah, that's got a cool topper on it. Yeah, that topper that is, really is uh, weighs 411 pounds. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's heavier than the bottle itself. Yeah. And it holds about one ounce. So uh, you can drink out of uh, Lord Stanley's cup. It's, it's pretty cool. feel like a champion. You look like a champion, Chris. <laughs> So yeah, this is a very very limited release. They only made three thousand bottles um, of it. This is probably the second darkest of the bunch, and likely the youngest. Yes, at two years. I mean, I don't know. Did it? Did Smoke Wagon and Midwinter's Night's Dram didn't say how old they were, but they well, one of them said no uh, age statements of four years. So I think it was bottled and bond. No, uh, well. And that would be the, yeah, the smoke cream wagon. of Kentucky. Oh, the smoke, smoke wagon, wagon, I don't know. Bottled and bond as well. But. So that's got to be at least four years as well, right? I think so. Yeah, I get a lot more floral on the nose in this one. The most floral out of the four we've had so far. It kind of reminds me of one of my grandma's perfumes, like back in the day. Really strange smell. So yeah. it's, a, it's a smoke, pear, and plum on the nose. I maybe get a little pear. I don't know. I can smell a little smoke. It's almost like bell pepper a bit, like a red bell pepper. Ooh. Yeah, I get, I only think because it says, but I don't know if I would have naturally picked out some smoke in there, but I, I get that now that I know that I'm looking for it. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But. Wow, this one's a lot. 
See, I get more fruits on this one. This L- one light fruits. I think the more it set in my mouth, the more it started to burn. A little peppery. It like, like creeps up on you. Wow, that's different. This is way different than the rest of them. Yes, very different. It tastes like it smells for sure. It, it almost tastes perfume. Perfume. Mm-hmm. Is that floral or fruit? Yes. Yeah. It's a, a floral fruit. It's, it's one of those flute? baskets made like out edible of roses. Is it like yeah. flute? I get a lot of white pepper on here. I do get some of that light almond on here. Yeah. I don't get any yep. pear. I get maybe a tinge of apple, but I just get like smoky grains. No, I I can definitely tell this is young. I can see pear. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is really good. Yeah, that heat kind of builds up, but it mm-hmm. but that that's a lot of flavor that's coming through there too, I think. There's a lot going on with this. But then, but then your tongue gets numb from the from that heat sneaking up on you. It's a heat seeker. Yeah, this is my least favorite of the bunch so far, honestly. I don't I'm not sure I like floral notes in my whiskey. I I think this is awesome. I really do. I dig it. It it still has that burn. I'd like I actually would like to have a little more. Oh, well, there we go. Now my mouth is tingling again. I, I like <laughs> yeah, that. You could I be like having a you could be having a stroke. From it. I like the tingle that you get from from rise. I like that. This this does have the second longest finish of the bunch, though, and it, I do get that spicy tingle at the very end on my tongue. That is yeah, that is vastly different than the other three. Smoky cracked pepper next to a pear. Okay, I'll go with that. That's it. Yeah, that's I'm not sure that's a palate. I'm looking. To have though when I'm drinking a root whiskey, but I mean I don't get any almond out of it. A little light, a little light nut. <laughs> light nut's good. Yeah, yeah. I just get a lot of that white pepper in there, and, and yeah, just some dryness and some really some heat at the end. Tingles the tongue at the end. Yeah, yeah. I'd give this a four. Oh, I think I think it's as good as Midwinter Night's Dram. I don't know that it's better. It's vastly different. There, um, yeah, I'd tie it for my favorite of the day so far. Okay, Holly, uh, I'm gonna give it a three point two five. It just tasted like it smelled like perfume to me, so that's yeah. not my fave. Yeah, three point zero, three point five for me. I liked it, but it's just kind. Of, it's kind of. So the average for Belfour straight rye is 3.43. Interesting. All right. Mm. And this last one of the bunch is Michter's 10-year Kentucky straight rye. Whoa. It's a 46.4% ABV. One of our most limited production items, Michter's 10-year single barrel Kentucky straight rye continues the legacy of America's first whiskey variety, rye. From America's first whiskey company, Michter's, originally known as Shanks. You're Have... welcome. <laughs> Good job, Ernie. <laughs> that was a great one. That was a great one. Oh, boy. I don't know about that one. <laughs> All right. After nearly a three-year absence from the market, Michter's then mas- master distiller Willie Pratt finally gave the green light for the, fir- for the re-release of Michter's 10-year straight rye in April 2014. 
Oh, by the way, that Belfour, your bottle, Chris, was number 1062 out of 3,000. Still is. It still is. Now, this is the second darkest. Yeah, it's pretty dark. I'd almost say this is darker than the Midwinter's Night Dram. Yeah, it's pretty close. Mm, This this smells great. Yeah. I I don't smell any heat on it. Not very much. I get a little apple. I get some uh, vanilla pepper. Not vanilla pepper, but vanilla pepper. See, uh, there's yeah, orange little... zest mentioned on a lot of these. Uh, this, one this one I get, I get it get on. It. Yeah. Yeah. This one I get it on. I get cinnamon, orange, apple. I get some of that like light cherry Toffee. notes. I do smell the orange and the vanilla for sure. I'm still trying to, I don't know. I actually really like the the smell of the malt grain on this one. This is really tremendous. It's probably my favorite smelling one of the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right right up there at least. Because hmm. Chris, you're right. I don't get much burn on that aroma at all. Just no. Tasting notes. I get like um, dried nuts right away and then it settles into a nice vanilla and then in like a dry, like a dry red fruit, dark red fruit, like a, a fruit. That's red? Hmm. Leather, like, like red fruit leather. Yeah. It's got that kind of it. And then it just... The legs are long, but they're they, they don't they're not spicy. They're not ting- making my tongue tingle. It just it has a really nice feel on your tongue. Right. I don't get heat, but I get I think that pepper kind of at the end, and it kind of gets you right in the back of the throat, right like right back here. Okay. But it's not super offensive. Wow. But I think I agree with just about everything you said. The legs and the glass. Legs in the glass are sticking around for days. Oh, it tastes so good. I mean, all the way from the top. Yeah. I mean, you can just see that. Now I can taste the orange. Yeah. I got the orange now. Orange, I get like some tobacco, maybe some wood in there. Um, that pepper again at the end still stands out. After like the second, third little sip, it seems like it's even more predominant. Now on the, on the third sip i'm i'm starting to get some of that like heat on the tongue from the rye but it's nice and subtle i i think this is probably my favorite rye i've ever had just because the the nice fruity notes the great mouthfeel on this one this one's complex as fuck yep there's a bunch of the little things going on in it keeps changing when you go back to it it's and it's just really well done i mean i want to see what the fourth and fifth sip brings me on on these notes. This well, is... let's find out. I have been drinking this quite a bit lately. Um, this one? I, yep. I was lucky enough to have gotten a second bottle. So I, uh, a few nights in a row, I had, had some of this shit. I like it a lot. For, uh, I would typically not probably like a rye because it's a little spicier, mm-hmm. whereas I'm more like a bourbon, the sweet, the sweeter tastes I like. But I really enjoy this. This is good. Yeah, I, I like this enough to give it a 4.75 out of 5. Well. This was, is tremendous. I was going to give it a 4.5, and I think I still will. Okay. Chris? Yeah, 4.75. It's head and shoulders oh. better than everything else on the table. Yes. I agree, and I'm going to go with Ernie on a 4.5. So the average for Michter's 10-year single barrel is 4.625. Man, now I'm starting to get some of that toasted almonds and cinnamon. 
yeah, a little bit there at the end. Kind of just pops up. So 4.62, Michter's tenure is good enough for... First place. First place of the day by a pretty good margin. And what was second place? Uh, Midwinter's Night Dram at four even. So the worst one was, or I shouldn't say worse, but... The, the third place... The lowest score was the Belfour at 3.43. So that's still not bad. Out of five, that's still a pretty good score. All right, any final notes on rye whiskeys? Other than, wow, Michter's again. Seems like it just, the last couple episodes that we've had it on is come out on top. Well, and this is, you know, again, hard to find, pretty spendy. It's like 170 Yeah, let's bucks. talk about the price point. It's about 170 for the Michter's. 170 for the Michter's. Uh, the cream of, Kentu- like cream of Kentucky was 130. Midwinter's Night Duran, that was about uh, 110, right? Yep. And the smoke wagon? 80 bucks. And the bell for? About 200. Wow. 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 <laughs> well, you got to pay for the cool cap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I said at the beginning of the episode was I thought, I was talking about a, a, a rye whiskey that I thought would, based off of other, again, other people's reviews, that the cream of Kentucky was going to be not worth the $130 that it cost to get it. I still might agree with that, but it's still a pretty good whiskey. Honestly, I would, I, w- I think as far as price points go, I think the Michter's is on point. I think the Midwinter's Night Dram is on point. They went up in price now. Yep. The new releases are going to be like 125 bucks. Yep. I think the Smoke Wagon was, that's closer to like a $60, $70 I think the cream of Kentucky should be at about a $90 price point based on the taste. And the Belfour, uh, I would put that at about maybe 80, 90. Well, the Belfour was worth every penny Chris paid for it. <laughs> to me. Yeah. 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 To, yeah. You, to you. me, it was worth every penny you paid for it. Because I got to try it. And it was very, very interesting. I think most of them are are pretty close to on point. For me, again, I think cream of Kentucky. I would never buy at that price. Yeah, I would. I, I, I wouldn't know. spend. Se- yeah, I wouldn't spend seventy bucks on it. I would buy everything else again. I don't know about Midwinter Nights Dram if it's going to go up, keep going up in price. If it's going to be worth it, um, Belfour. I wouldn't. I'd still pay over a hundred for that, but not two hundred. No. That's just that it's like a limited release thing, right? I like the I like the design, the intricates on this bottle of the smoke wagon. The smoke wagon has cool bottles, yeah. Yeah, it's like vines of flowers and then some cross guns. It's a really cool bottle. I Midwinter's mean, Night Dram has a cool feature too, where if you shine a light underneath it, it has the these cool little glass defects in it that makes it pretty badass to look at in the light. Nice. Don't you have a display like that at home at the at your bar? Yep. Sure do. Excellent. Any other notes about today's episode? No, no. I'm nope, I'm, I'm fresh out of notes. I know I don't I don't take notes. No, I just drink. Can't read or write. No, that's right. I don't know my CBAs. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> See, what? <laughs> that's Continental Basketball Associations. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Worcestershire. 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 <laughs> Wiper blades. <laughs> <laughs> Wiper blades. 
<laughs> now we're going down Wipe south. a blinds. <laughs> All right. That's enough of us. <laughs> I've had it with every Ry- single one of us. Rise a blinds. Mm-hmm. That's Australian for razor blades. All right. Rise a. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors for supporting our show. We want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this I podcast I wonder if they're going to drop happen. out after this episode. <laughs> and to you, we say, <laughs> may your glasses, glasses be full and, and your, your spirits, spirits high. high. Cheers. Cheers. We'll hit it with the bell, Dink. This has been a Predica Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always because it's fun to come always.